0: Hey, what's going down, friends? It is uh, the 17th, I believe, 17th of September, evening of, 7.50 p.m., pulling out of the office, having a grand old time with a healthy, balanced staff, my pal M, and uh, really kicking ass, taking names, helping a bunch of cool people today, really great folks, laughed, carried on. Rendered the best possible aid. Caught up on old times. Told some stories. And it was great. And I'm ready to frickin' head home. Complete my day with, uh... Spending time with my wonderful family. Catching up with the kids. Hugging, kissing, showering. By myself. And, uh... Having a nice meal. Getting a good night's sleep. And finishing the week tomorrow. With, uh... A pretty busy morning, but I'll be done before two. So that's good because I've been getting out very late recently on Fridays. And I want to freaking commence my weekend and relax like the rest of you. And I hope you have a great weekend. Uh, let's see. <clears throat> a couple things today, real quick. A little COVID 19. Some thoughts on that. Yesterday, I might have mentioned earlier, <clears throat> had a conversation with some some friends about the situation. Everybody's got a different situation. That is a real, a real problem right now and an opportunity. We, we all have our own realities, right? Uh, some people work, both parents, figuring out what you got to do with kids, kids of different ages, different schools, different school districts, different teachers. Some are remote, some are hybrid. Everybody's trying to figure out how to do this. Right, there's really not a, a right answer in a lot of ways. It's a very uh, precarious time in that sense, right? Everybody's dealing with the same stuff. You know, to wear masks, to not wear masks. Uh, of course, everybody knows they need to wear masks. It's a mandate at this point. Uh, but, you know, some people aren't confident in masks, and they think that there's some consequences to wearing a mask all day. Listen, I do it all day long. I talked about mask acne, mask knee uh complain about that a little bit, but I have no problem if I'm going in. I think it's completely appropriate if you're working or you're going out there in society that you should protect others and it's gonna we're moving into cold and flu season, it's gonna be crazy with people just having real and imagined alarms about just the situation, you know, COVID nineteen. We're gonna burn this thing. I call for a supernatural heat wave straight out of hell. Well, guess what, Uh, Kenneth Copeland, fuckhead, we got it. And the entire western part of the country is uh, on fire, or a good part, a good chunk of it. Got a friend out in Seattle, says that, you know, air quality alarms are fucking all screwed up. Worst air quality ever, because just next door you got all these fires and this and that. Um, got some friends that live down in Alabama near the Gulf of Mexico. My sister lives in Florida on the Gulf side. Got all these crazy hurricanes coming in. We got a lot of shit going on. Mother Nature is certainly pissed. And during this very precarious, very fragile time, too many more of these, um, storms are going to be stirring the pot fucking with mankind, right? Got a damn storm in the making with the political contest for President of the United States coming up in uh, November. Had a friend today say that uh, they put a Biden sign out there and somebody broke it and twisted it up and fucked it all up. And then they put another one out there that said if you you know, however many times you vandalize my sign, I'm going to uh, promise to donate to Planned Parenthood, something like that, right? But people are pissed, and they 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 want they want you to know how they feel. We all have an opinion, of course, and we all want to be heard. It's it's tough, man. It's tough. Anyway, what I was saying. Is it this conversation I had yesterday among friends? Is that people were saying like, "Hey, you know, I'm tired of this. Kids don't want to be home. They want to be in school. I want them to be in school. Uh, I think that they're they, they're going to learn best. They're going to be social issues as a result of bottling our kids up and all this. And it's true. It's true. You know." Um there's going to be consequences no matter what we do. We can only rely on the best possible evidence and try to cooperate or else we're all fucked. And there's going to be a civil war and there's going to be sick people and almost 200,000 people have died as a result of COVID. Had somebody this very reasonable person tell me that, you know, if you get in a car accident and you have the sniffles, they're going to call it COVID. No, it's not fucking true. Okay? It's not true. Uh, people trying to report, nobody wants to spike these numbers. Coroners or something like that, you think they want to label everybody with COVID-19 because they're getting hot money in the hospital. I'm, stranger things happen. I'm sure there's people that are opportunists in every part of the, and people in organizations are opportunists in every way. There's also a lot of good people out there. Let's be confident in the good people. Instead of complaining about shit, why don't we try to say something nice? You know, like when I when I flip out in traffic, why don't I say, Ha ha, have a good day? Or instead of saying, You son of a bitch, get your ass moving. Come on, dickhead. When somebody's delaying their poor progress at a light. Why don't I say, Ha ha ha, hope your weekend is a good one. You know? Or somebody cuts you off in traffic or you know, somehow wrongs you while you're out on the highway. Instead of saying, hey, you f- motherfucker, say, hey, I'm 55, stay alive. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> say something fucking cheerful. Just please try to put some smiles on the faces. You know what I mean? Please. So, folks talking all about how this sucks and COVID 19 and back to school and. It's all a ruse and all that. And then I get an email from the school district last night saying that there was two teachers and a, some students at the school district that are positive. So as a result, I got another email this evening that said, okay, that school, elementary school is going to close for two weeks. Okay, well, what happens when people come back, teachers and students and staff, and the building's been cleaned and everything's good, we still have variables that we cannot account for. People that go wherever they want on the weekend or they shop and whatever. They go into the city. They work on other people's cars or they work in a daycare. You could contract this anywhere, any which way and not even know you have it. So that is the problem. That is the quandary, right? You don't know. So it's going to be a real precarious situation going forward. How we Dig out of this, how we return to work and school and and all that. We really have to cooperate. And it's a tough time for that because, again, we got elections, we got hurricanes in the Gulf and making landfall, we got the United States on fire, we have very poor leaders, and we have people that have rights which they are certainly free to exercise, but they do it just kind of like they take it for granted. I feel like people take their rights for granted. And they just—they're just gonna shine that their rights on every situation and feel like I'm American. Some fucking wild west bullshit. Somebody comes into your saloon and starts cheating and screwing all the madams and the, the whores, shaking their butt for the men folk, pulling their pistols out and just, you know threatening people's lives. You can't have that, man. You can't have like every man for himself situation. So shut the fuck up take a deep breath and try to help somebody. In so doing, you're going to feel a lot better about the world. Like at least you could do something nice for somebody. You know? So very interesting. So there's that. I'm going to tell you a funny story now. Uh, <laughs> I was talking to my friend, Lar. Love this guy, right? Uh, you know, and I'm working with him and I noticed he's got these really nice jeans on and uh I've seen them in these pants before, I'm not checking them out, but I, you know, it, it's apparent to me that, um, these jeans are very flexible, they're like, uh, you know, how women have these jeans that are, have, uh, some sort of flexible material built into them, so jeans are no longer stiff-legged, uh, constraining sort of things anymore, now jeans, um, they have these jeans that are flexible. And so I'm talking I'm like, Larry, wait a second. Dude, I haven't wore jeans in a decade, more than a decade. They constrict my midsection. I don't like to wear them because of that, because they're so cumbersome. If I have any extra weight, it's around my mid, my, my waistline, right? So I got a fucked up body shape, I don't know. But I can't wear jeans. I hate how uncomfortable they are. And it, Larry's got these jeans on. I told him the story. And I'll tell you a story as I mentioned it before in the podcast, but it's a good one, I think. So it's like 1997. I was just getting out of the Marine Corps. My last day or my last weekend before um, I got out, I walked out of the Marine Corps forever. And uh, I had a great friend who was my mentor showed me the ropes, inspired me about maybe making the career out of the Marine Corps. He believed in me. He made my my period of enlistment, him and some other uh, real fucking awesome individuals, model Marines. They are what the Marine Corps embody. They embody what the Marine Corps, the best of it. And uh, so I patterned myself after them, and I was quite successful as a Marine. In only four years, I made sergeant. I, you know, I was, I had a pretty good career ahead of me, I thought. But I wanted to get out, so I decided to get out, got all my shit packed up, I was ready to get on a plane. Went out the night before, like that Friday or Saturday, went out in town, we got tore up. Went to our local watering hole said some farewells, had some great times, shitload of drinks bought. I was hammered. Something transpired. I don't know what it was, but I was not, although I was inclined like most young Marines to do some stupid shit sometimes, it was rare. You know, I, I certainly wasn't going to do anything that would get us in trouble so that I wound up incarcerated in Jacksonville, North Carolina. Um, on the cusp of my getting out of the core. So we go out to our warding hole. Something happened at the bar, and on the way home, me and my best friend ever, or one of them, one of our band of brothers, we get, we're fighting. Now he's trying to hit me, and I'm um, defending myself a little bit. I'm like, what the fuck's going on? And we're both beyond, like, drunk many times over kind of like a parting is such sweet sorrow scenario. So now we're fighting somehow. It was probably over a girl. And they're, these girls are driving us home. We get to the house. The door, we throw the doors open. Calling each other fucking names. This guy hauls on, like, I don't want to fight. I think I remember trying to not, I don't want to throw down. He takes a stance and hauls off and kicks me as hard as I've ever... I can imagine. Kicks me right in the fucking nuts. And with a Chuck Taylor. I'm telling you, I was wearing these tight-ass jeans. That didn't have the elasticity that, that I, I was previously speaking of. Like Larris jeans. These were like fucking Levi's or something. And they were tight and I shouldn't even been wearing them. They were so tight. But I said, fuck it put them on, I'm going out in the town, I don't give a shit, they were so tight, sorry for being candid here, or being a little little colorful, they were so tight that my each, I had one nut on each side of the zipper, like I barely could get my, uh, could zip up, and I had my nuts one on each side of the seam of the pant, it was uncomfortable. Something like that. Maybe both were on one side. I don't know. But it was... My package was exposed out there. Exposed and on display for the ladies. Exposed and on display to get kicked in the groin. Full force by a staff sergeant in the United States Marine Corps. I was... The adrenaline was pumping and the alcohol was flowing. So I... If they kicked me, I clashed with them... I put him on the ground and I choked him out or choked him almost out and laid on him until, you know, he calmed down. He didn't calm down, tried to take me off of him, but he couldn't breathe. I mean, I was choking him out. Um, Finally, he relents and I let him up only for him to attack me again. So I ran, hid in the woods for a couple minutes while he looked at me and, and talked walking down the street Saying he's gonna kill me, and I'm gonna. And then, then he calmed down. He's like, "Hey, come on out!" Kind of like, a, "Come out, come out, wherever you are. Let's just come on." <laughs> so I finally come out of the woods, and he attacked me again. So I put him on the ground again, and I choked him out again. Now I'm starting to like, like, dude, my fucking nuts. Uh, I'm in trouble, man. I, I listen. I, I love you. I'm sorry, but I gotta get up now i got i got a real emergency here, so my nuts started aching terribly, and it began to swell. I swear to you, my nut by by within an hour it was like the size of an orange or at least a clementine and i there was a woman uh that I might have otherwise have hooked up with that night. That had to, she was like a nurse or, a clinic, or clinically oriented in some way. She was held an ice pack on my nuts like most of the night. And it was really troubling, you know, how big this nut had to become. So we've all passed out. I woke up early in the morning, I limped out of there, and in my tight ass pants, I could barely get these horribly battered nuts. And my body in there My head was throbbing from all the booze I was disgusted with myself And my behavior And uh, said goodbye to my friend We lamented the circumstances And Gave him a big hug Tell him I love him And thanks for everything And I took off Went back to the barracks Iced and then I went over to the battalion aid station, which is a like a sick bay, and uh, there was a. Uh, the doctor came in, a corpsman came in, which is like a enlisted medic came in, and I told him about it. And said, "I'm sorry to have to do this to you, but I got to show you this horrible injury, and I should expose myself." And the guy said, "Oh God." So they called the doctor. The doctor came in and took a look, Take a look at it, gloved up, masked up. And they were like, um, you know, handling my testicles now like, I don't know, like they're palpating it, trying to uh, determine if this thing had been ruptured or God forbid. I know that everybody's uh, pinching their knees together during this part, especially all the guys. Horrible pain. So they're examining me, and of course they got to call everybody over to uh, for them to experience this because hey, the probability of a marine getting kicked in the nuts is very high, injuries of all kinds. So it's a learning opportunity. Got a half a dozen you know men and women uh, in uniform, camouflage pants, fucking outfits, looking at my nuts and my Peter between between the pain and the ice. And the size of my testicle, my grapefruit-sized testicle, my Peter must have been the size of a thimble, or maybe even an innie umbilical, a friggin' belly button. I mean, not that it even mattered. I was in horrible pain. I wasn't even caring about the shame and the size of my manliness. So they looked at it, they concluded that they give it keep it iced, take these meds, and uh, you know, for for pain and inflammation and get it checked out, I guess when you get home. And so I put on my uniform the next Monday. I flew out in my uniform, strutted however I possibly could through the pain, through the airport, got picked up Mm -hmm. and uh by my parents and went home, and I had some time off that summer, but I'll tell you, for weeks, probably months, that testicle was not right, and there were times when uh, when I thought that, I, I wondered, am I going to be able to, to contribute to the, you know, have a family, you know, and of course I learned that I could, thankfully, my beautiful family right now, um, but and I wondered, man, because this sucker was swollen for months and maybe years until it it uh, approached normal size, terrible, embarrassing, regretful, uh, a warning for any young people not to do stupid shit, you know, it's really a shame, the things, the decisions that we make based upon, you know, uh, most of the decisions you make as a young person, or anybody I knew would make, were colored by, were mitigated by hormones and alcohol, especially as a young Marine. You know, you do stupid shit like that. You get drunk, you fight your buddies. You regret it the next day. You, you know, you go home with your uh, roommate and you wind up fooling around with his sister or something. You know what I mean? And then you got to, you know... People do stupid shit. And uh, I certainly did my fair share of it. And I've learned my lessons along the way. And I do think, you know, I told you last podcast or earlier, whenever, that I had run into some young people. And, and you you know, you try to help them to make the right decisions. And you want them to learn from the mistakes that you might have made. And your stories, and so maybe someday my kids will listen to this. I ain't ashamed. This and this shit's fucking happened. What are you? What are you, the listener, afraid to talk about or acknowledge? Something in your past. That's it's my wake. This is this is something that happened years ago. I have a family. I have a full uh, functioning reproductive system now. So I laugh about it, and I warn people. Not to do stupid shit. Try not to do things that you regret. We all will. We all, that's how we learn. But uh, anyway, I'm going to get myself a pair of comfort fitting, elastic jeans like my friend Big Lars got. And uh, my other pal, Emily, she was saying she had the same, she she was wearing flexible jeans tonight. And she said she endorsed them. So I'm going to get them. I'm going to look them up and I'm going to do some shopping. And I'm gonna get myself some nice flexible waist and leg jeans. That way, if I ever get into another scrap and somebody wants to kick me in the groin, at least um, my testicles can bounce around a little bit and not be pinned against my thighs and smashed like boiled potatoes. (laughs) Hey, listen, it happened. It's funny. Big Larry was fucking laughing his ass off at the story. He told me some stories of his own. Apparently he had a brother that... Uh, was so strong... While well, he was... He, he would do some silly things sometimes. He was... Uh, he, had, he was challenged in some ways. But one time he was in the car practicing... Like driving even though he wasn't... Legally... Or mentally able to drive and he got out of the car and he had the steering column in his hand so he like ripped, ripped it out it's not the same as getting kicked in the nuts I know but um, funny and funny people do uh, crazy things um, so that's a cool story to end our night I'm a little slap happy right now I hope you enjoyed it and I want you to have a wonderful weekend. I'll probably knock out another podcast over the weekend and uh, maybe even tomorrow. I'm excited to get out early and uh, just commence my weekend and lick my wounds and love my family and be good to people. And uh, despite any of the stuff, you know, I was mentioning early on about the COVID and about people at each other and the politics and the fear and all that, I think it's going to be okay. And I, anytime I can get out there and just put some points on the board for the good guys, you know, just be kind to people and try to acquire some new knowledge or expose myself to some new people and new ways of thought and consideration and just making people feel good and, you know, it, it, it warms my heart. And so, don't be cynical. Try not to be cynical or sad about whatever you got going on, whatever you got has happened in the past. Um, we can't do much about that, but learn from it. And so, uh, let's just do that and move on. And every day we have an opportunity to take our life in a different completely different direction if we want Um, we just have to try so love and respect